Welcome to Senpai's Plays. It is the 19th of November, and we have a lot to celebrate. So, first off, the Great Pumpkin has been vanquished. <laughs> like, granted, he's going to drag his heels like the petulant child that he is. But, hope is within sight. And we just got to get through the rest of this year. Um, of course, Claire is here with me again with her vast library of books because she's so sophisticated you do realize those are fake books right mm -hmm. sure claire sure she's so sophisticated um before we got on the podcast we were talking about how claire is a size queen when it comes to technology because as we all know black friday is literally a week like almost a week away um claire is setting to get herself a 65 inch tv because she can't fit the 70 inch on her wall you got nothing to say for this? <laughs> Maybe when I move into a bigger place, I will upgrade. But 65 inches will do for now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll do for now, people. Mm. All I know is this. Um, honestly, whenever I get a house, whenever I get like my man cave set up, I want to get an HD projector. Yep. Projectors and, are good, too. Yeah, because... I feel like a projector, I get like, I'll get more use out of it. Because with TV, like, I think with projectors, I think it might be easier to replace, like, the bulb. I mean, it might be pricey, but you get my point. To an extent, yes. I do go for the TVs because, um, it's not for me. Like, it, you can stream TV on projectors. You have to get a certain quality level. I, my cousin has a great projector and it works mm -hmm. well for video games and television. My sister has a crappy projector. And, and, and it looks shady and it looks terrible. And so basically, I feel like you're actually spending possibly more for projector. It would be worth it. But smart TVs just make life easier. Like, I just like speaking into my remote and telling it what I want to watch. Oh, uh, technology. When we can tell it what we wanted to do. <laughs> and then we wonder how Skynet took over the Terminator movies. You damn Apple users. Um, yeah, but before we also start the episode, I was explaining to Claire, we were talking about what our next topic is going to be, which... I think we'll do waifu matchup because it's the time of year for cupping season and Claire has no idea what cupping season is and she thought it was a sexual term. Okay, okay. to be fair, whenever we speak, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility for it to be a sex thing. Okay, so to be honest, like, all right, if I'm talking about like handcuffs, I mean actual handcuffs, although as a certain somebody can attain to, she prefers ropes. <laughs> Did I leave a rope there by accident, by the way? Because I'm missing a black rope. No, someone bought their own. But if you did, it's probably in my couch. I'll have to check. I highly doubt it, unless it fell under the couch. But, um, yeah, all right. So, yeah, so, like, cupping season is basically around the time of year when it starts getting cold. And people start hooking up with other people so they have someone to spend the winter with. Since everybody's inside all the time. So, you know, you get cuffed, you know. I've never wish... heard it described as cuffing. I would think, like, coupling or couple. Like, nope, it's called cuffing season. So, technically, right now, you're cuffed. I'm cuffed? Technically. Technically. But we'll talk about that individual <laughs> off camera. Because, you know, last episode, you're a little on the sauce. <laughs> you were also on the sauce, to be fair. Because you... Yeah, I gave him the peer pressure. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you did. Just so you know, it's two days out from my birth. 
two days before my birthday, so I'm starting a celebration early with my Lord of the Rings Strider Goblet that I got that they used to sell at Burger King. Oh, Drinking the mixture. Nice. Yeah. Um, the light burnt, the battery burnt out on the light thing that goes on the bottom, so it don't light up red. I'm drinking a mixture of Pepsi Vanilla and SoCo. I have wine, Sauvignon Blanc, in a glass I bought at Ikea. You know, I think that's just going to be a new thing. Just Claire drinks and music is played. <laughs> or Claire drinks and people die. But yeah, that's what cuffing season is. But, you know, um, but like we said at the top of the show, um, presidential election is finally over. Joe Biden won. Yay. So it, it seems like there's some balance, which leads me to the topic of our show. When you talk about balance, you know what I think of? Equivalent exchange. All the equivalent exchange. So we're playing Full Metal Alchemist. Music. <laughs> um, I remember the first time I saw Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, man, it was like, I remember I saw the commercial for it for Cartoon Network on their Adult Swim for Adult Saturday. Swim. I was working at pizza at the time and I came home and I saw, I was like, what's this? So I watched the first episode and I was hooked from the gate. Yeah, I remember watching it as we got the ne- as new episodes. When I was a kid, I would stay up late and watch them with my dad. Oh, so your dad was also a fan of Fullmetal Alchemist? My dad is a fan of Fullmetal Alchemist. When the Conqueror of Shambhala movie came out, he bought it for me on DVD. You're such a spoiled child. <laughs> He also bought me the Neon Genesis box set when I was a kid. Can and all the remake that? movies since. Did, did you and Cowboy, he bought me a lot of anime DVDs, actually. Like, he got me Ghost in the Shell, Cowboy Bebop, DVDs, did, Neon would you, would, you, would your dad like a son? Would you like <laughs> <to> <laughs> I'm the son he never had. <laughs> In some aspects? Yeah, like we always say, Claire is just me with breasts. So... Alright, so since this was your idea for this this episode was your idea, which track would you like to play first? Uh let's do re um I said replay rewrite first. Ooh, starting off with the heavier from the gate. Alright, so this is the 2016 version of Rewrite, and it's made by none other than Asian Kung Fu Generation. It is probably I'm a little upset that we're starting off with probably the best full metal alchemist song. But you know I, what? Well, I, I do love it. It was my second favorite of my choices, though. I'm oh, it's your second favorite. Club. Okay, okay, yeah. So we'll go ahead and play rewrite, and you guys can enjoy. <laughs> I know I'll 
or more like unsolicited advice? I think it's more wisdom. Because at one point in time, I was where you were at. And I really wish someone had said certain things to me because I might have made different decisions. But then again, we are now. But that's not the point of the show. The point of the, this point of the show is not clear our minds, personal lives. It's the music, which was rewrite from Asian Kung Fu Generation. Great group. They've done a lot of anime openings. Um, oh man. So Claire, why'd you choose this one first? It was honestly one. Uh, it was at the time until I watched further. But for a long time, this was my favorite song, Woman of Alchemist. It was the one I knew all the words to. It's the one I could sing along to when I was younger. And it just it holds a lot of nostalgia for me. I feel like we need to get Claire on karaoke singing rewrite. <laughs> Just like we got her singing the Pokemon theme song last episode. And no, I didn't edit that out. So you just have to come kill me. I could. I know where you live. And? And you're a pretty heavy sleeper. She's only saying that because I slept on the couch while she was here. I let her take the bed. And I think she tried waking me up trying to figure out where the cups were, and I was just dead to the world. <laughs> I'm also just surprised my teeth grinding didn't wake you up, because I've literally been in a house, sleeping in the basement, and someone from upstairs had to come downstairs to tell me they could hear me grinding my teeth. Next wife used to snore, and I mean like, snore. So, I didn't hear nothing while you were asleep. Just, like this, I knew you were asleep because I didn't hear a phone, like, I didn't hear the phone going off. Or anything like that. I just peeked my head in the room and you were dead. I'm like, oh, she's asleep. Okay. I'm still a heavy sleeper, yes. But when I'm a heavy sleeper, I make a lot of noise, apparently. 
Yeah, as Claire had warned me the one day, don't wake me up or you will get punched in the face. <laughs> so I, I really contemplated like kind of nudging her with my Galahorn from a distance, which is a rocket launcher. I have an actual Galahorn rocket launcher. That is not a sexual innuendo. <laughs> wake her up, let her know, hey, breakfast is ready. <laughs> Remember when the Galahorn was like the must-have of Destiny? And then they nerfed it. Oh, Destiny. So that, re- that reminds me. So, if you have Xbox Game Pass, Beyond Light is free. Beyond Light is free? If you have Xbox Game Pass. So, Claire, for $15 a month, you don't have to pay $35. Oh my god, that's not worth it, especially because I play on PC. No, well, if you have Game Pass, you can still play it on your PC. Oh, really? Yeah, through your Microsoft account. I don't have a Microsoft Oh. I don't know how to help you, Claire. Also, why would I pay $15 a month for something that I will play for more than two months so I could just pay $30 for? It's yeah, 30... good point. It's like $30, 35 That's not too bad. See, these prices for some of this DLC is going to absorb. Well, it's like more than just DLC. This is like... It's just them overhauling the overall game. It's like a complete overhaul. Yeah, they that's why. I mean... on a lot of things, and this is just like a shit ton of new shit. Right, so, Claire, why don't you explain sunsetting? What, what does that term mean? So, from what I've gathered, at least in Destiny, is sunsetting is... So, you know how Destiny has its main game and a bunch of expansions and DLCs? Mm-hmm. So, sunsetting is they are actually putting a lot of stuff in the, like, vault. Like, you will not be able to access this in the game at this time. They are... There's a lot of controversy around this because people paid for this, and the only way they're getting around the money and people paying and taking it away is called they're calling, calling it sunsetting. But putting it in a vault, they are implying that it's possible to come back at some point, and therefore they're not just like taking away something you paid for, even though that's actually what they're doing. Wow. Um. Wow. That is wow. Thanks, Bungie. Just bad in a hundred. Which, oh, that's another thing to mention about. Um, PS5 and Xbox Series X came out last week. Um, and they were not protected against scalpers because I'm seeing so many online for like 2,000. Yes. Oh my God. I'm sorry. People, if you listen to this show, if you buy a PS5 or Xbox Series X for more than what it's actually priced, which is $500, good for you like, for having that money. No, you're an idiot. Please stop listening to my show. Like, I just, just, no, no, that's stupid. No, the real advice you give is don't get ripped off. Don't send someone money, like, as a down payment before you get the fucking product. I'm sorry. People be doing this. People be like, oh, so you're going to do it for this much? Like, half, 50% as a down payment, and then we'll ship it. And then they get, like, blocked. And, you know, you're just fucking out money then. Just so you know what blocked is, is basically they'll ship you the item. It'll feel like it's in there, and then you open up, and there's a brick in there. No, I mean blocked as in like people without even the product are convincing people they have it, telling them to Venmo them this down payment and then like saying they're going to ship the item. They don't even have the item, but they receive the money and then they block your account on whatever site. That's blocked. Why did my mom... I'm sorry. My mom created a whole... I don't know who all of them is. My mom, she 
Oh, so I made my mom a Facebook account like before I finally moved back down here, and I guess now she's starting to learn how to use it. And she sent, she created a group chat. And originally I thought it was Carmen because I saw Carmen's icon in my messenger and it was an Usher video saying, don't waste my time. I'm like, what did I do now? Oh my God. Have fun with that. Mom, mom, no. Yeah, I'm not friends with my parents on Facebook. <laughs> Uh, uh, just, just no. All right, so we're gonna play my next track. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'm gonna play Uso. This is the ending to season one of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and the reason why I like this track so much is because Uso reminds me of a simpler time in life, and I'll explain when we get back. あの日見た空明るい色の空もねえ君は覚えていますか約束ちぎり初夏の風が包む二人寄り添う
And here she is. And we are back. Oh, and Claire, little, little face. And face. Claire has her pussy on hers on the screen again. Hello, Yuki. Yes, I talked to Claire's pussy. It purrs. When it's not ripping off tarantula legs. Yep. Or mooncake. One of these days, we gotta get a picture of mooncake up on the thing. But, um, so that was Uso. I believe this song was done by Sid. Uh, let me double check real quick. Yeah, because that was the first ending to you. Yeah. Yeah, by Sid. That's the first ending to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And I love that song because it reminds me of like alright so back when I was 17 um Cartoon Network had Adult Swim and that was their you know anime block on Saturday nights and you know every anime you know played on there would have like an ending song and Uso for some reason reminds me of those songs from back then so it just gives me the feeling of it's Saturday night maybe you know you just maybe you had a hard day at work maybe you did it I don't know you get home you got your snacks, whatever, you sit in your room, and you're watching anime. Life is great. Just a great song, man. So, but yeah, um, I've always loved Full Metal Alchemist because it's our brothers. <laughs> our two younger brothers. So, you know, just, it works. Right, what's always been your favorite part of Full Metal Alchemist? And Winry does not count. Alright, to be fair, it might started as Winry. <laughs> it's just such a great story like it's such an interesting idea it's a great concept the art is amazing also it's, it's oh. such it's the kind of anime where it's like you have to think it's complex in so many ways and there's so many like hidden messages and like symbolism and all things going around I mean, for, for, the, for not serendipity serendipity means something else just, just for, you know, just to cross all the T's and dot all the I's, just in case someone's listening and they've never watched Full Metal Alchemist, we'll just run the story down real quick. You have two young boys, Ed and Al, or Alphonse, um, and Edward, Elric, who believe in alchemy. The whole concept of the show is it's a world set in alchemy. Alchemy is used in wars, with armies, so on and so forth. So... Ed and Al's dad disappear one day. Like, Ed's, like, basically a young kid like my son's age, and Al is, like, a toddler damn near. Wow, wait. He did be when they were my son's ages. You were going, like, way in Wait, 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 wait. Am I Hohenheim? Which is the name of their father. No, you're not Hohenheim. You sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Hmm. Claire could actually be lust. We'll get to, the, to those names in a bit. Anyway, so their father goes away one day, and then, so it's just them and their mom. And then their mom dies. She gets sick and she dies, and the dad never showed up. So Ed and Al, they start studying alchemy, and they decide to bring back their mother. Now, the show tells you from the gate that there's one taboo in alchemy. You should never do humans' transmutation, because the whole concept of the show is the law equivalent exchange what equals a human soul which as Claire said that's the whole deeper meaning part so they attempt to bring back their mom and in doing so Ed loses Alphonse and his right arm 
And then Ed decides to do another transmutation circle to try to fuse Alphonse's soul to a suit of armor and gives up his right leg. So apparently a soul is worth a limb in this video. <laughs> I mean, but the sad thing is, oh gosh, you just gotta watch the show. I mean, like I said, like, that's your old ghost is some pretty dark places. It has everything you need. It has action, it has kind of romance, it has mystery, it has uh, conspiracies, it has genocide. Well, all that. Funny, I mean, what was the romance part? Well, I guess it all depends. Well, what track would you like to play next of yours? We have, I think, the next one I want to play is Shunkan Sentimental. Okay, now, this is the end, I think this is the fourth season ending of Brotherhood, right? It is. Yeah, and it's done by the group called Scandal. Yep, fourth, yep, it is. The fourth okay. ending is by Scandal. Alright, so when we get back, we'll talk about, because there's actually two different Full Metal Alchemist TV shows. So, animes, actually. We don't talk about the live-action movie. There never was a live-action movie. I heard they're yeah. making a, the Promised Neverlands live-action. We'll talk about that when we get back.
Matt Clare. What was the name? I know it was done by Scandal, but what was the name of the song? It's that is Shunkin Sentimental. All right, and that's the here's the sad thing. I've never heard this song. I've watched all of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Never heard this song. Did you not listen to the endings? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I think the only ending I listened to was Uso. Because. I usually also, to be fair, I'll listen to the endings like a few times and then I'll do like the skip to the next episode when I've already like heard it quite a bit. Because I just also binge like per day so many episodes. So you can only listen to the same song so many times. So many times, yeah. So yeah. Um, did I recently binge? Um, well, I started, like, I'm catching up on my anime now. Um, I caught up on, I'm standing on A Million Lives. Great anime. Um, what was the other one? Uh, The Last Crusade in This New World, which I'm really loving. Um, it's a shonen, but it's kind of a shoujo. It's right up my alley. There's romance. <laughs> but action. There's romance. <laughs> this is not another. I'm start, about to start watching the new Digimon for 2020. Because I'm. it's taking a completely different flat from the original Digimon. So But um yeah, full, like me and Claire were saying before we went to break, uh Full Metal Alchemist, you got comedy, love, action, a lot of deep memes. Um Alright, so we were talking about like I was saying how Claire could be lust, I was saying how I'm holding on. Now, Hohenheim's the father, okay? Hohenheim technically is immortal. His role changes as well between Brotherhood and the original. Yeah, so... Uh, Alright, so just for those you don't know, Fullmetal Alchemist, the first one, is... It doesn't follow the manga. It follows the It manga. does for a bit, but what happens is, like, with Game of Thrones, the manga and anime... Up the anime caught up to the manga, yeah. and so they had to change the storyline because they didn't have one written for them in the manga yet. And then they remade it at Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood to follow the manga. So the original one is the same as Brotherhood, like basically, like a little bit different in a few points, but like for the most part, the first, what, like five or so episodes are, should be about the same. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I think they diver- all right, so this is where it diverges. Um, I would say the part where you first meet Greed. Greed and around the fifth laboratory as Yeah, well. that's when things diverge. Now, for those of you who are wondering, all right, so if you know this word, thing like names that are based off the seven deadly sins. This being said, because, all right, so I'm going to go for the route of Brotherhood, where in Brotherhood you had the homunculus, which are also in the regular full monopolies. Now, the homunculus each represent a different deadly sin. You have gluttony, lust, greed, envy, wrath, sloth, and, um... Pride. Pride. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking pride. <laughs> Depends on so, which pride you're talking about. Alright, so in each different ver- in each different form of alchemist, each sin is represented differently. So, in... The first woman alchemist, Sloth, is represented by someone that looks just like Ed and Al's mom. Because they changed the origin of Monkey Yeah. Um, in Brotherhood, Hulk, Sloth is this giant hawking behemoth that looks like the Hulk that has a SM fetish. <laughs> I feel like they all have an SM fetish. I don't know. Lust was killing it. 
But I'll say this. For the longest time, I can tell if Envy was a guy or a girl. Envy's a guy. Yeah, although I think... Um, and they changed Envy's entire thing as well. Like, And Envy is like that like crazy weird creature in Brotherhood, but is Hohenheim's first child in the original. Yeah, so... It's pretty fucking freaky. And then they changed Lust completely too. Like, they give Lust like... A whole backstory. And backstory and feelings and stuff in the original, which I actually kind of dug. Which, it, I right, so it's, thought it was very clever of them to make homunculi what they did in the original, where in the original one, a homunculus was brought into the world because of a failed human transmutation. So they took on the bodies and were basically not the people who they used to be, but within the bodies of the people who people would try and bring back. So, yeah, it's... Oh, man, that show. It, it definitely goes in dark places. I think, like... I think the craziest thing for me was that, all right, so each homunculus had different powers. Um, Lutton ate things. But an alchemist, he took on a whole different type of power set. Brotherhood? Like, what's up? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Brotherhood. Alchemist is the failed gateway in Brotherhood. Yeah. Um, Lust was just this woman who... The, likes... um, she was the ultimate spear. Yeah, um... In like she like Claire said in the first full metal, she had a whole backstory here. She was the lover of Scar's I think brother. older brother? brother. Yeah, which we'll get to Scar in a bit. Um Wrath was still Wrath. Wrath changes between them because Wrath in the original is Izumi's child. I thought Wrath was um In the original. Wasn't he um King um That's Pride in the original. Oh, yeah, he was probably because um, oh, Mustang Bradley killed him. Yeah, oh, Bradley God, he he is such a good... This man, if you ever want to see a man with one sword take on a tank, go watch Brotherhood. But I don't yeah, care. Giraffe is... I liked Giraffe in the original, actually. Like, obviously, like, Brotherhood is mm-hmm. amazing. But, like, the way they did... Uh, Wrath in the original. I was like, it's that one quote. What is it? It's um, I cannot thank you enough for the arm and the leg. Nothing can uh, match or equal like my gratitude. Only my hate. And it's like the way they said it. It's very well done, even in the English dub. Is that is that's one of the one things I can say about the show. I've watched all of it in English. I've never hated. It. I think. The voice actors for Alphonse, Ed, for everybody was great, especially, um, uh, who was it? Hughes. Oh, Because oh, I originally watched it in English because it was airing on Adult Swim, but then when I rewatched it, I had to watch the Japanese version, obviously. Yeah, so, with that being said, I think I'm going to play my last track of the night. Or, is, is it my last track? Or, no, you have so, one. You have two. Okay, so we played Asian Kung Fu Generation Rewrite. USO. USO. We just played Scandal. Okay, so I do have. Alright, so. Oh, we didn't play Ready Steady Go yet, so. I think I'm going to play that. Ready Steady Go. And this is the opening to the first Full Metal Alchemist. When we get back, we'll talk about some of the more darker tones of the show, because. Oh, you thought the Humunculus wasn't? No, no, it gets darker, people. So much darker. Talking about the Ishfallen War? Beyond that. 
Talk about the experiments at Lab 5. Beyond that. We'll talk I don't time. know what you're talking about, though. So that was Ready, Steady, Go 
the very first and original opening of Full Metal Alchemist, and it's sung by, um, see if I can get their name right. Let me try, Claire, let me try. I don't even know how you technically pronounce it. Uh, I just know I how it's spelled. L Arc in Seal. Who comes up with these names? But then again, I can't say much because given how like people, the, the name of some of these rappers around here and this, oh yeah, just just no, 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 no. But yeah, um, oh god, just probably the greatest opening in my opinion, sort of. That a rewrites like tied for me. Okay, because rewrite man just just can't beat rewrites. They're all very good songs in my opinion. But um. Uh, so, like me and Claire were talking before, right? Um, so, some of the darker tones. Alright, so, as Claire was saying, you have the Ishval and War, which is referenced in both series. Where basically Ishval was at war with the Empire. The Amestrians are trying to take their land, their sacred land, like the United States does for a lot of people as well. It's basically a representation of what we do, like in the Middle East. Then you have the human experimentation aspect, which, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to tell you about the darkest, darkest moment of Full Man Alchemist. So, if this is considered a spoiler to you, you are behind the times. I think we have we we're past it. Like we are way past, past it. But secrets of the Philosopher's Stone, we learn, is human lives. Yeah. So, I'm gonna slide in here some very sad music. I don't know where I'm gonna find sad music from, but I'll find it. So basically, they destroyed or tried to wipe out an entire race of people to create this stone. And they succeeded, to a point. They did. That's when we found about the Crimson Alchemist. That's Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly. Sick son of a bitch. But he was kind of a badass. He was, and he had great hair. Oh, God, such luscious hair. He wore a white suit and never got it dirty. I was gonna say, what do you mean, lustrous? He had it like usually tied back. Just he never talking about hair. Oh my god, Edward's hair. So there's an episode where Edward like finally lets his hair down, and it's just like, Jesus, man. Okay, Fabio. But so in the original, it was uh, Dante who was after the stones mm. and the creation of stones. In Brotherhood, it was. The original uh, homunculi that Hohenheim The dwarf in the flask. Yeah. Yep. Call him the dwarf in the flask. Um, so we'll give some backstory to that in a bit. Because that Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, just that, that whole story. It was awesome, but man, it took a hell of a... It followed the manga. Man, great stuff, though. Especially that final fight. What I also find interesting is in the original, like in the final fight and the ending, is um, we learn about the gate. There's this gate of truth that you see when you perform human transmutation. And what we learn in the original is that the other side of the gate is our world. Yeah. During, was it World War One or two? I think- I'm gonna say one, because I think it was like Germans and stuff, so. There's, well, Germans were in both, I'm gonna tell you now. Germans yeah. were in both the world. But it was yeah. like, I think it was World War One. I, I don't know, because there's blimps. I would believe World War One, Blimps, Nazi Germany, all that goodness. Um, so, yeah, one of the, but yeah, another uh, one of the darkest moments, bastard of the year. He who is hated among, he whose name holds such weight against the most treasonous 
fucking sickest bastards in anime history. This man makes Griffith from Berserk look like a saint. I'm talking about Shao fucking Tucker. This bastard. Whom, first of all, his wife into a fucking chimera. Which then died. And then... Do you want to say how she died? I don't even... How did she die, Claire? You know, I just... Um, so it's mentioned that before we... No, it's his wife that he used to create this chimera. It's... He became an outstate alchemist because he was able to make a chimera knew the human language, which I guess back is a great feat and very hard to do, but it's only because he used a human to do it. That's why. And it only ever said one thing, which is I want to die. And then it starved itself. So, Edward and Al, they go to Shao to learn more about the Philosopher's Soul. And Shao There are signs there, but this is what pre-test, um, so he was assigned kind of a mentor, and it was Shao Tucker. Ladies and gentlemen, this show does so much foreshadowing, it's not funny. Because I remember when I first watched this episode both times, okay? And it's like, when you watch it, the first time you watch it, you think, oh, there, there's nothing to this. Okay? And even watching it the second time, leading up to it, you're like, I can see how I was so easily led by the hand. Like, the show literally takes you by the hand... It walks you into this playroom. It nice shows you all the nice toys. Then it rips oh, they, your heart out. They give you a nice little blanket. They take you on a car ride. And then they get to a cliff. And they click you out while the car is still going. So, Shao Tucker has a daughter named Nina. He also has a dog. I forget what the dog's name Alexander. is. That's, I was about to say, the dog's name is not even fucking important at this point. Let's focus on Nina. Let's focus on Nina. Okay. So here's Nina, this cute, innocent little girl who Ed and Al take on like an adoptive little sister. They love her to death. She loves Ed and Al. So they're studying. So Shao, the military comes to Shao. They're like, look, we're going to revoke your license unless you bring us another chimera. Nina comes to her dad and Shao's. She's like, daddy, I'll help you. Most heartbreaking moment. Next thing you know, here come Ed and Al to talk to Shao. And here, Shao's created a chimera. And I'm like, Oh, you did it! And Ed goes to pet the chimera and says, Edward. Big brother Edward. And Ed's eyes just... In that instant, Ed realizes it. Shao Tucker used his daughter and the dog and turned them into chimera. Which then Scar promptly killed. That's pretty sad, but another sad part is when they try and take her away because, you know, it's like... The military shows up, and obviously they are going to take this chimera, even knowing what it is, because it's already been transmuted. It can't be separated. Ed knows they're going to do experiments, so he sabotages the transport. Nina gets away, and Scar finds her, and he realizes it's more of a mercy, because apparently when you fuse them, it's a very painful life. Like, they feel pain. And because in part of it, like she is asking Edward why it hurts, like why does it hurt? And it's because you know a form, two form bodies just got mashed together. It's not supposed yeah. to be. So although, Scar does the merciful thing, technically. Although and, in the, I think it's the original. Shao gets his just desserts because they turned him into a fucking chimera. Yeah, in the uh, what? No, that's Brotherhood, I think. 
Oh, okay. Either way. He gets well, no, he does become something in... I don't know. He um, ends up working okay. for Dante in okay. the original, and it creates, like, little lifeless Nina body doll, like, things. He, like, is in the, like, body of, like, a bear thing, and his head's, like, upside down and shit. It's weird. Well, I'm about to look it up now, because... I know what you're talking about. Um, so, but he doesn't like get his gestures. Like he's, they let him create his Nina dolls and live his weird life if right. as long as he's working for them. All right, here it goes. <clears throat> the first anime adaption after being arrested and labeled legally dead when reported to have been secretly executed by the state, Tucker is reassigned to perform classified research in creating chimeras within the clandestine this laboratory. Yep. Tucker eventually becomes a chimera while experimenting to revive his daughter, gaining the appearance of a man crucified upon the back of a large dog. Jesus fucking Christ, you still deserved worse. Achieving his goals of reviving Nina by any means, Tucker sided with Greed's faction and then Frank Archer before going into hiding. Though Tucker succeeds in recreating Nina's human body using the Philosopher's Stone and Alphonse's body, he loses his remaining sanity when he discovered that the Nina doll was without a soul. Chimeras play a huge part in the original based on partially this and what it gets more into in the fifth laboratory and Greed's posse, like with uh, Martel and them. Another, though, is in the in Brotherhood, they do have the Chimeras, where it's a uh, member in the North. They uh, mm-hmm. are with Edward. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. man, the, the North. Oh, God. Which... <laughs> That's another reason called? just to love Brotherhood is you gotta love some Olivier Armstrong. Ooh. He is something else. I actually once read a doujinshi with her at um, Risa Hawkeye in it. I have also read a doujinshi with her at Risa Hawkeye. I wonder if it's the one that we're... You know what? We're gonna play the next track and I'm pretty sure I think I know... I think we're talking about the same one, so... um. I think this is your last track of the night, so I'm guessing this is your favorite Full Metal Alchemist song. This is Again by Yui. Alright, when we get back, we're going to talk about our favorite Full Metal Alchemist characters.
りはしないから分かってくれますようにそっと目を閉じたんだ見たくないものまで見えんだもん言えない噂にちょっと初めて聞く発言どっち向かい合ったら友達だって嘘はやめてねダイハートが苛立つように体の中燃えているんだ本当は期待してんの現実ってやつがないために生きてるんだって叫びたくなるよう超えていますか無難になんてやってられないから帰る場所もないの優しさにはいつも感謝してるだから強くなりたい Song a lot too on a daily basis. So, this is your favorite one. This is my favorite one. So, why this particular one? Over rewrite, though? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I heard it years after rewrite, and it slowly took over, becoming my favorite. Alright, so, what we're talking about. So, I, I like to think about my favorite characters in Full Metal Alchemist. Off the top of my head, one of my favorites has always been. General Armstrong, not his sister. General Armstrong. Olivier Armstrong. Yeah, Olivier Armstrong. Oh, there, there it goes again. You and your blondes. Oh, me and my blondes. What can I say? I have a type. Give me, give me indigestion. So much indigestion. To be um, fair, I'm actually. Maybe that's a wifey thing. I've actually not been with that many blondes. Yeah, I've been with one or two, and again, so much indigestion. I mean, I've been with a lot. I've only. Dated like one, but um, yeah, so in Brotherhood, um, General Armstrong is the same as he is in um, Full Metal Alchemist. Although, I think my favorite part in Brotherhood is when they're fighting Sloth and he's getting his behind beat, and um, Azumi's husband comes in and he catches Cloth with a clothesline. and Armstrong's like, 
who is that man? And she goes, oh, that's my husband. He's like, plucking out. He's like flexing his muscles and stuff. And Armstrong's like, bigger, <laughs> revitalize, masculine. And they like do this whole like the most manliest handshake. And <laughs> is the most manliest handshake in history. Like y'all think like Predator, the you know, um, what's his name, um, Schwarzenegger and the black guy? No, no. Armstrong and Izumi's husband. The manliest handshake in history. <laughs> Just, oh god. <laughs> uh, also, so, just think about Olivier. Oh Jesus, here we go. With you. Do, do you, you need to get them? You gotta like your wife who's a bit on the thicker side. I mean, she is quite thick. I mean, you can't tell if she's thick or if it's just because she's up north and wearing lots of clothes. But I would like to imagine that it's the thickness. I feel like I, I feel like for your for Christmas this year, I should buy you an Olivier Armstrong body pillow. I would accept that wholeheartedly. But I feel like I'd have to keep a black light away from it after it being with you for about a week. Just saying. Just like Claire, this what this whole what, pillow you think is a pillow, lit up. Like, masturbate on a body pillow? That's so weird. No, you obviously just use it for cuddling. Body pillows are meant for cuddling, not humping. That's why they make sex toys. So I should find Olivia Arm Olivia Armstrong sex toy. I mean, I there would got, that as well. Yeah. There we got Pokemon dildos <laughs> and a Pikachu butt plug. No, thank you for that. Okay. This comes with the tail. I always like the butt plugs with the tails on them. Yeah, it's a Pikachu butt plug and it has a Pikachu tail. Yeah, maybe then. Maybe. Oh god, I am not throwing a Pokeball at you. No. You better not, because I'll catch that shit and throw it right back at you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the show has a lot of great characters. Um, a lot of more romantic. Um, it's actually weird. So, in Full Metal Alchemist Series 1, um, Ed had a thing for the girl Rose. It was never technically defined as a thing. Or not but, a thing. But towards the end, it was a thing. She loved him, but he she didn't show interest in her that way. He showed interest in the like form of just being a caring person, but it was implied that she liked him. Yeah, that oh. series one. That all was weird. That was just weird. It really was. And then, one, like she had. It says boyfriend. I believe it was actually a fiance though. So yes, he did. Yeah, Vegas, how did. old is she? Because he's still a fucking teenager. Um, that is a good question. So, hold on. Let me let me look that up. Um, but I guess also, like, I don't know how, what actual, like, year this is supposed to be. It's like, back then, you know, women are married off pretty young. All right, hold on. Rose Thomas. Even though it has a, it has that little symbol of it. So I guess it's supposed to be Rose. No. Okay, so just... I mean, right. yes, symbol possibly, but that's... No okay. That way. Rose Thomas is a young woman introduced at the very start of the series. She is a devout believer, blah, blah, blah. Hey. That's what I'm trying to see. Um, Seventeen to eighteen. Ah, okay, so... Yeah, she's about around Ed's age. So... Ed is, like, fifteen. Oh no. 
Okay. E either way, just we all know Winry's waifu. Yeah, that's why like I was very happy at the ending of Brotherhood, where he proposed to Winry in the most Ed way Terrible possible. Terrible way ever. The most Ed way possible. So you tell me. Who very she had the best response to that. You tell me if a very nice girl proposed to you in a Full Metal Alchemist way at Magfest, you wouldn't be happy. I'll give you half of my life if you give me half of yours. Uh, I'd win read that shit. Dummy, I'll give you all my life. Oh, you can give me all your life, Claire? That, that's sweet, but again, I'm not getting breast implants for you. <laughs> your loss. I can't do it, Claire. I just don't see me buying bras. Look, I can stuff it if you'd like when we're at home. <laughs> so that's your girlfriend. I wanna ask you what I <laughs> and technically formalities I guess in a sense <laughs> but with that being said so the show's been over for quite some time the last song of the night was actually the last song that was played on the show now outside of the show there was one movie um, actually no there's two movies The Emperor Shambhala Emperor Shambhala and The Star of Milos Which try I that drinking game it will fucking kill you Star of Milos, there's a drinking game to this? There is a drinking game. How does it go? Uh, so from the rules I remember, there's quite there's a couple rules, but three main ones are, if anyone ever references the Philosopher's Stone in any way, including saying Star of Milos, Philosopher's Stone, anything that is that you drink. If anyone uh, calls Ed short or references how short Ed is, you drink. you drink. If you see bat wings, you drink. I feel like we need to do this. You die. There's another one. It's like when Al's mistaken for the Full Metal Alchemist as well. It's like it's a lot of the same rules from the Full Metal Alchemist show drinking game, but with added a few added Star of Milos things. The bat wings are what really kills you. I did it with High Moonshine. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're not going to do it. We're gonna do it with some middle self stuff, so we won't have headaches after the fact. I was dead. We'll mix the drinks, okay? And I was just something under seventy proof, so we don't. Die. I was dead. Moonshine, and we were just doing sips, not even shots, like sips for each thing, and we died. And like, I have actually been dead. I actually, I am up for the challenge. This was worse than actually dying. I am up for the challenge. I fear no movie. You should we're, not, we're not gonna reference the live action movie either. We are not. Just. <sighs> Why Netflix? Yeah, no, we would die. Why Netflix? I think we should try. I survived the one chip 2020. This is worse. I think I, I, I died I, doing this in my drinking prime. Okay, so how about I try? You just record it for scientific. I will do that if you want. Yes. Yeah, so okay, my drinking so... prime, I was like 19. I could down like 20 plus a night. Alright, so here's what we're gonna do. Sometime probably and after I still the year died. flips. Sometimes after the year flips, I'm supposed to be visiting Claire so we can go see um Evangelion 4.0. So I think on that weekend, I'll probably cause I'm pretty sure your parents would have a problem with me staying there. <laughs> Not really. Oh, okay. Well I'll probably crash at Claire's or if, I'll get like off. COVID is chiller. A, yeah. No. If you quarantine two weeks before you come, you'd be fine. And or if the vaccine's out by then. Yeah. 
Well, I probably wound up having a point. And I, by the anyway. time Evangelion comes out, though, I'm probably going to be moved into a new place. Oh, okay. So I'll just crash at your place. Okay. Claire is going to record me doing the Star of Milos challenge. Drinking game. Okay, so we will decide on a liquor. And we're just going to mix it. And We're going to do the lowest fucking proof we can find. What if I just do... What if I just get, like, two bottles of Long Island iced tea mix? All you do is add ice to it. You will die. Then I will die a warrior. Are you, like, saying shots or, like, sips? Or, like, what are you... We'll figure it out. We'll this figure that out. So, just be prepared to drink up to ten times a minute to five minutes. Ten times a minute? To five minutes. Between one and five minutes, you drink about ten times generally, for the span of possibly movie? 30 minutes to an hour. The movie's 30 minutes to an hour. No, that's how much you're drinking in that span of time for that process. Okay, so I think what we're going to have to do is probably... Two sips to... of beer is a good way to do this. Uh, no, no beer. No beer. Yeah. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do the regular liquor. I'll do regular liquor. Okay? Do a no mixed beer. drink of some sort, but do sips, like very small sips, because you're drinking over, like, a hundred times. We'll figure it out, okay? But with that being said, the show ended. So I figure we would end the show with the last song that was played, which is a favorite song of mine. I still think rewrites better, but I let Claire have rewrite. So. You did not. You picked your songs first. Yes, I did. And I purposely left rewrite off so you could pick it. So I know it's one of your favorites. I was going to say, I was thinking you choose rewrite because I my favorite that was actually Ready, Steady, Go for a while, like, as well. Ready, ready, steady, and go. Ready, steady, and go. But, um, so we're going to close out the show with Hologram. Um, so I think next episode, which will be in two weeks, will be a waifu matchup where me and Claire will try to set each other up with different waifus and why we think that waifu will be perfect for us. So Claire will pick three tracks from three different animes that have a waifu in it she thinks will be perfect for me and vice versa. Now, to make this legit, usually Claire gives me her set list a certain amount of time before the show. So we're going to do this. Claire's going to give me her list the day of the show. So there's no um, collusion. Sound good to you? All right. So Claire, anything you want to say to the people before we sign off for the night? Don't get the new PS5 or Xbox yet. Don't do it, people. Um, Wait till they work out all of their bullshit. I'm waiting to about. I'm waiting to after income tax after I get I'm another just, like, car. Wait, this, this whole like fucking SSD like shit with the PS5. Oh yeah, I heard that apparently. Um, you can't extend the. You can't extend the extern- You can't extend the I hard drive. You can't. I've heard there are ways to possibly jailbreak and get around it. I think. But do you really want to do that with are not accepting solid-state drives currently, and I'm very confused because they're also only giving you internal storage after all system requirements, a little over 600 mega- or gigabytes. I have, just on my PlayStation 4, more than 4 terabytes. Yeah, let me games. explain this. So when Claire came up, um, she didn't bring her 1 terabyte, okay? I have my, She didn't bring her external hard drive. She just brought her thing up and logged her account onto my system and like just the VR games it just, just ah, that's crazy and I have a lot of games 
I don't know. Like, either way. And I expect to get bigger games as the 5 comes out. I'm not going to want to keep fucking re-downloading and like uninstalling shit to play. You know, like, the fuck? I think we should just wait. After the year flips, I know I'm waiting till after income tax. After I get another car, then I'm I'll go ahead. I'm hoping they do something about this. Before by the time I might be done with part of my backlog, at least, like, or the time that Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, Final Fantasy Sixteen comes 16. out, or Horizon Zero Dawn Two. Those are the so. three games I'm most anticipating for the PlayStation because they're supposed to be PS5 exclusives. So all I'm waiting for is God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Zero Dawn because um, Miles Morales came out for the PS4. I got it from the PS4. Um, I um, Resident Evil is coming to the Xbox Series X. So and so is Halo Infinite. So Anything and again, it's PC. I will get on PC instead of PlayStation. And again, I don't have a room. You see my apartment. Where am I putting this stuff, Claire? Gotta make some more shelves, bro. <laughs> You've been you said that last time you were here. <laughs> Alright, so uh yeah, uh, like Claire said, people just wait. I don't want the scalpers get you. Okay, I just see six hundred dollars, maybe. Because I know a lot of your parents are out there are desperate. Six hundred is actually what the PlayStation is going for. I think it's like five ninety nine for the disc it's, drive one. Oh, it's four ninety nine. Digital one for the is disc drive? Yeah, it's five. Oh, it's four ninety nine. Digital one is three ninety nine. Oh, that's good. I have to get the disc drive one because I, I, yeah. I just feel so lied to with the whole. When we first heard about the PS Five, it's like full backwards compatibility, and now they're like even whittling down. They're like only PS Four actually, and they're like only actually only these games on the PS Four. Basically, lies. basically what they did was, this is how they did Claire. Claire met a nice Sony guy online. He said he was, you know, sporting a big data package. Oh my Claire God. gets him back to her place. He takes his pants off and that data package is about one gigabyte. Claire kicks him out of the house promptly after that. What I'm saying is people, the exclusives might be worth it in the end. And I will might definitely be. spend that money for that purpose. Mainly because of Final Fantasy though. But if you are on console and don't have a PC, get a PC. It's me worth it. Me personally? Okay, Claire's been trying to make me go PC for so long. Wow. Hey, I will give you, hey, I'll, I'll give you some bright little ray of hope. So, after I get the car, and after I procure me a PS5 and an Xbox Series X, me and my brother David are taking a trip down to Maryland to this place to get the parts, and we're gonna, you see, help me build my PC. So I'll have one, and I might start a Steam account because I found out Melty Blood is on Steam, and I want to play Melty Blood. And that's probably about like, and that's as far as you can get me in terms of a PC gamer, Claire. I'm, I'm not, Claire. No, okay. I've told you what I use my computer for, okay. I just, use mine for that as well. Just, Claire. Just can you just? It has let, multi-purposes. Claire, you know, for someone that preaches equality, you don't you don't accept me for who I am in terms of a gamer. Be fair, I would if you were main PlayStation and PC on the side. Here we go again. So Claire's I do accept that you're Switch main. If you could choose anything, actually, get a fucking Switch. 
Yeah, so people, just, just hear me out on this, okay? Your kids don't need a $500 goddamn game system that looks like a cross between a VCR and a Tracker Keeper, okay? Also, if you are listening to this, Google PlayStation 5, Yu-Gi-Oh, Kaiba. <laughs> I've fucking seen that. hilarious. I've seen that. So, like, <laughs> just people, look, look at it this way, okay? The year's almost over. The Great Pumpkin's about to leave the office. We're almost at the finish line, so... Don't worry about getting these game systems for oh, your kids, because here's the... Oh, my God, no. What? Play it later. Okay. D -d don't worry about, like, what you're getting your kids for Christmas, because here's the thing. Half these systems are having issues, so you're going to spend $500 for a game system. They can't even play on Christmas Day. Then you have to ship it away, so you spend $500 for something you can't play. You have to wait for them to send back. You don't know how long it's... So, again, just get a Switch. Switches are great. Never go wrong with the Switch. Like, I, look, all I gotta say is this. Just, I I really enjoyed doing the show with Claire. I'll be 34 in a few days. I'm probably okay that I don't have a PS5 or Xbox Series X yet. And I can live with that. That being said, um, she's Claire. I'm Daryl. This is Senpai's Playlist. And remember... The law of equivalent exchange. Only applies to those who don't try hard enough. Also, it's always too soon. It'll always be too soon. Always. Just, just, always. Just, just I don't understand how people are just so Don't wear that fucking hoodie. The hoodie, the shirt, no. The, the, we, we need to get banned. Like, it's always too soon. It'll always be too soon See, for someone me to with talk. the Nina Alexander hoodie, you gotta punch him in the face. Nina, justice for Nina. Hashtag justice for Nina. Yes. Wu-Tang forever. Good night. Mashiro nakeshiku nina saso warete Boku wa yuku yo mada miru sekaye